Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. We're here to make you money, and we have a terrific show planned for you today. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Sign up for an account and find out why. PlayUp is always your best bet. That's PlayUp.com. And don't forget CashWithFlash.com. We have you covered in all the major sports. Daily free picks, premium betting packages, we have it all. Head on over to CashWithFlash.com, where you're also going to find... Kindle editions of the Betting Baseball 101 and Betting Football 101 available now for just $4.99. Zach from Pick Profits here. It's time to talk hockey. What's happening, man? How you doing, Phil? I'm trying my best. How about you? Uh, just another day. You know, we already said we both have colds right now, that time of the season, but we're still here to give some winners and talk hockey. So, And, and, what's be- and what is better than those two things? Giving out winners making people money, and talking hockey. Absolutely. All right, what's happening over at Pick Profit? Uh, not much. We've been uh, kind of growing a little bit more as of late. We're trying to put out more betting trends on top of picks for us, like where we're not necessarily – on our free picks, when I give out a video, for example, I'll kind of say we're betting on this. But lately we've been putting out a lot more trend graphics just to kind of give the public ideas on their own end of uh, – not necessarily giving them a pick, but giving them the information to make their own decision if they want, which has been something we've been trying to do more of. We obviously always have our free picks as well. I do about two free pick videos a day. Even uh, with basketball back, we've been doing things where we give people the free chance at $50. All you have to do is comment. uh, If it's an NBA game, for example, you comment the winner that you think in the final score. Obviously, it's tough to get a final score correct, but it's a free chance at $50 every time we do it. So we've been doing fun little things like that. And then uh, we always have our premium service still, which uh, I got to say, hockey we did very well in last night. But for the most part, we've been putting out a ton of NFL football. And I mean, the boss man is crushing it. Like me and you were talking last time how sometimes, you know, you see these cappers putting out numbers like plus – 70 units or whatever like and i run the numbers for us and literally in the last sunday the boss is about plus 60 units in nfl so he's crushing it right now uh we're still putting out a ton of free content for the people it's what we're here for essentially we just want to help you guys make money and be as transparent about it as possible and, and that's why you're on the show because that is exactly what pick profit does transparency first winning pick second that's the way it should be, though. A lot of people don't do that. And I've been around a long time. I've seen all kinds of craziness. But only your videos. Your videos are insane, man. I love them. Yeah, I don't even know. For the NHL ones, it was, uh, I think it was playoffs last year. And I'm not even a big, like, uh, you know, the whole 
the hockey dressing room pump up EDM music. That's not even me, but it was like playoffs last year when I started working for Pick Profit, and I just decided to throw one on for the beginning of one of those NHL videos, and I've just been rolling with it ever since. And it, I, it's fun for me to do. It's fun for everybody else. And surprisingly, even though the NHL has been weird, I, I'm still plus units on uh, free picks in NHL this year. About plus, it's only about plus five units, but I mean, you know, as I know, the NHL has been a tough pick this year. Woo. Very tough. Let's head on over to the Atlantic Division. Florida still tops, but they're tied now with Toronto. Toronto has come back. They've won four straight. I got a number for you. Toronto's November, 12-2-0. Yeah, I saw 9-1 in their last 10 as well. There's another way. Oh, they're, they're tough. Yeah, but... The more I look at it, I do, and I mean, I am a little bit biased against Toronto. I told you last time, I'm not the biggest Toronto guy, just seeing what they do in the regular season based on the playoffs every year. But they also have had, I'm interested in that Colorado game tonight, because you look at some of the teams the Leafs have been playing lately, the the Sabres, the Kings, the Sharks, the Ducks, the Flyers. Like, out of their last 10 wins, they played the Sabres like twice, I think. Right. Like, twice. I'm not saying any of those teams are bad. Those are actually the Sabres, Sharks, and Ducks have actually picked it up a lot this year compared to last year. But I'm excited to see, especially with the books making Toronto a favorite tonight against Colorado. I mean, Colorado had a little slow start, but they still opened up as the cup favorites. And now in their last eight games, they haven't had Nathan McKinnon, and they're right. still 7-1-0 in those games. And now Nathan McKinnon returns tonight in that game versus Toronto. Yep, I have that in my notes too. I think the bookies got this one wrong. Pounce on that because Colorado is going to go out there with something to prove. Tampa Bay, look at Tampa Bay. They've dropped two straight. They're in third place in the division. I know it's early, but what's happening in Tampa Bay land? I mean, last year they made it work without Kucherov because they had all these other pieces. Mm-hmm. People thought when he got out, I think, that it would work like that, but they don't remember all the other guys that – they're not the big-name Stamkos, Kucherov, Braden Point guys, but they lost some important guys on that uh, team from last year. Off the top of my head, I, I can think about um, – what's his name? He's in St. Louis now. Oh, but they lost a bunch of goals, that's for sure. Yeah, that's they, – they've just – like. It's it's kind of like a Boston thing right now. I mean, you still look, and on paper, yeah, they have these top three studs. But, I mean, behind that, Tampa Bay's a team, third and fourth line, that's a little bit drier than they've been in other years with goals. And that's a problem with Boston right now. I mean, you look at Boston, we'll get to them later, but last night they played the Red Wings, outshot them 40-15 to and lost. And lost, I know. I was going to take Detroit last night, but I got scared, and I decided to leave it be. And, and, you know, when you talk about the Bruins, though, they're, they're missing their coach who's on the COVID list. And then Jake DeBrusque wants a trade. Yep, and then Marshy's out for three games from that slew foot. All right, that's crazy. So Boston, Boston's his team that's lost a game now. They lost last night to the Red Wings, as Zach said. And they're trending in the opposite direction. They're 6-4-0 over the last 10. They still have a plus-four goal differential, though. And I think that's important going forward. They're still outscoring their opponents, but they're not getting the W's that they did last year, I don't think. Yeah, and I mean, the plus four, like, they they score goals. It's uh, 
I bet you'd be a lot higher if they had a guy like they've had. You look at the Bruins. I mean, we had Tuka Rask for so long. Before that, Tim Thomas. Now you got Allmark and a young guy in Swayman who neither of them. They've made some big saves, but you can't let in when your team's getting 40 shots. Yeah, they have to score. But still, you can't be letting in two easy goals on 15 shots. And that's been a big problem with the Bruins this year, I think, isn't necessarily just not them scoring as much as they should. Right. Letting in way more than they should, really defensively, too, on that back blue line, other than Charlie McAvoy, they don't really have a ton of big-name guys. And that's going to be a problem going forward. They're going to need Marchand to kick it into high gear, and they need some solid goaltending, especially from the backup. Now, the Red Wings, though, have been hot three in a row. The rest of this division has been riding the struggle bus, but Detroit, Detroit's firing away. What, yeah, what do you like about the the Red Wings? Or is that, when I was a kid, they used to call them the dead things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like their goaltending, honestly. Nedeljkovic, like, we can go back just to last night again, but it's not just been last night. He uh, That's a guy, even though Freddie Anderson has been killing it for Carolina, that it really didn't make sense to me in the offseason when they got rid of Nedeljkovic. Because in the playoffs last year, he's a young guy, and he did really well for the Canes. I mean, yeah, it's worked out for the Canes, clearly. Freddie's killing it, but Nadelkovich is a beast in Detroit right now. And, I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now, and he's 6-3 and three on a Detroit team that really a lot of people don't expect to win. And I guarantee if you were to look at those lines and go back on the six wins he had, they were probably underdogs in about five of them. And that's what we look for. When we are uh, betting on hockey, we're looking for underdogs. It's a money line sport. It's tough to go 54% or 53.4% to win and to break even or maybe slightly profit. So you need those dogs. And that's something that Pick Profit gives out quite a bit. I have not been as successful as they have with the dogs. But like Buffalo, Buffalo is one of these funny teams to me. I, I totally don't understand them. Craig Anderson's still out. Aaron Dell, this is where your backup matters. When your top goaltender goes out, you need a backup. You have to have the backup behind the number two. And Aaron Dell is 0-4-0. He's got a 4.56 goals against, saving only 86%. That's not going to win many hockey games. No, not at all. And that's there's a couple teams, if you want to, talk goaltending that are kind of struggling in that situation right now as well not only with a third string guy that has to come in but a lot of teams you know it's a different game of nhl than 10 years ago where a goalie is going to play 60 games in a row they they love to give them breaks after two in a row certain matchups and you need a backup goalie and just like you said the sabers kind of started winning games but then craig anderson Please, it's Anderson that got injured. Tukarski's still there, correct? Yep, yeah, that's correct, yep. Yeah, and I mean, right away, like you said, Aaron Dell, you never want to see a goalie's, first of all, goals against over four, let alone three and a half, and save percentage in just over 850 is, like you said, just not going to get the job done. And it's just tough to see that for the Sabres because really offensively, they were starting to pick it up a lot. I like that team, though. I think they're going to be okay as long as they got to get their goaltending situation straightened out, and that'll just be injuries. Montreal. Montreal let me down yesterday. That was disappointing. They haven't played very well, 
And, and I'm trying to still figure out why. I think they have some injuries, but they just don't look cohesive, if that makes sense. No, they don't. And, uh, you know, obviously the big thing everybody knows, Carey Price, that's going to hurt you right away when you lose one. But it's way more than that because Jake Allen has, as bad as he's played in some games, he's also played really good in some games. Like there was that game against the Penguins last week where they did not deserve to win as underdogs. But, hey, the goalie stole the game and they pulled it out. But, you know, for the Habs, I think a big thing was that fourth line last year in the playoffs of old guys, Corey Perry, Eric Stahl, guys like that. I think really when you talk cohesiveness – helped bring that team together because there's a lot of young talent on that team. And I mean, Cole Caulfield last year in the playoffs looked like a stud. Everyone was expecting him to be a front runner for the rookie of the year. And now he's really disappeared. And I think having older guys in the locker room helped that a lot. And even just, I mean, that, that grit that those guys brought, I, I heard a story about last year, um, would have been about game five or six of that Leafs versus Hab series. And Corey Perry stuck, went into the dressing room and stuck his hockey stick into the garbage can. It was like, all right, boys, time to get some fucking garbage goals here because <laughs> not getting anything pretty. And then they, they ended up winning that series in seven. That was when the Leafs absolutely collapsed. So, I mean, it, it sounds funny. It's a little thing, but guys look, respect a vet in the league like, Corey Perry, Eric Stahl, especially, and they were they were helping on the fourth line. And now, you know, you got you're you're substituting speed and maybe skill for some veteran presence, right? Which a lot of teams, yeah, down the road it's going to work. But when you're missing your already your two best players and Carey Price and Shea Weber, it, it's tough to get rid of other guys that'll help teach those young guys a lot, since the other two aren't really around to do it right now. And those are great points, too. Now, I, I would talk about the Ottawa Senators, but they've been racked by COVID-19. They've lost five straight. They're a mess. Hard to judge a team like that when they're only suiting up nine guys. So I'm going to give them a pass this yeah. week over there. But the mod- at the Metro Division, this is interesting. Washington's leading the pack with 33 points. Carolina's just underneath them. They let me down yesterday also. The Rangers in third. Pittsburgh in fourth. Columbus fifth, the Devils, Jack Hughes comes back. He just signed an eight-year extension. Philadelphia, who just rides this struggle bus. And the Islanders are riding the COVID-19 bus. What do you like about this division? Well, you want to know something interesting if you look at this division. If you go down, if you're looking at it, and just look at goals differential. Oh, yeah. It is in the exact order it should be, unlike anything. You know what I mean? Like I the see team that. Goals. But you look at that, plus 25 goals differential for the Caps. I actually have a futures ticket on the Caps to win the Metro. Um, and I love what they're doing right now. I mean, Ovechkin is just an absolute animal. He can't be stopped right now. But the thing with them, they're always offensive. I like them a lot better at home always, to be honest. But right. uh, they have goaltending this year. That I mean, it's not as consistent, but I've seen some games with where – Vanacek or Samsonov have just absolutely came in and stole games. And last night was not a representation of that. I believe they blew a 4-1 lead because they got up and tried to park the bus. And that is exactly what Washington shouldn't be doing. If they want to win games, they got to continue to put pressure on people, 
get on power plays. If they can get that power play on the ice two, three times a game, they're going to get one, two goals a game out of the guys they got. I mean, Ovechkin obviously looking great, but Kuznetsov coming back is huge for them. John Carlson's playing great back at the point. I mean, even Tom Wilson, scumbag, people say, but he's the, <laughs> he's a modern-day goon. He gets the job done. He scores goals. He's got eight goals and 14 assists. Call him a goon if you want, but he is the fourth leading points getter on the team that's first place in the Metro. So what he's doing works. What he's doing works. It's nice when your goon can score goals too. You know, back in my day, they didn't do that much, but uh, it is what it is. But Washington's tough. Carolina, they skate so fast. They've got a 20 goal differential, but they've lost two straights. And, and I'm trying to figure out what is this? Is this just one of those lulls for them or is this the sign of things to come? I, I think it's just a lull, to be I honest. Too, yeah. I'm big on Carolina. I think they have a lot of offense. It's just they, they honestly, the last couple of games, and they played a lot, like, you mean, 21. The Caps played the most at 23, but there's still teams like, you look at the Islanders, the, the Bruins, the Sens, stuff like that, that are under 20 games. So at some point, they're going to get a little bit of a couple-day break, which I think will help them a lot. Because honestly, even my... I have a buddy that I talk NHL with all the time. Uh, a Canes game might have been last night, might have been the one before, but he, he literally messaged me and was just like, "Man, these guys look like they have cement bricks in their skates right yeah, now." Yeah, like, they looked awful last night. I thought they would beat Dallas, and I was disappointed with them. But the Rangers. Now I have my free pick. Will will be up after I post this pod, but I've got the Rangers on the puck line. They played great. They're the hottest team in that division. They've won three straights. What it, what's to like about the Rangers? Goaltending is the yes. big thing from them. Uh, Shesterkin is an animal right now. Animal. I mean, oh, I watched him the other night. He's stopping puck Zach that he shouldn't be stopping. That puck looks like a beach ball to him right now. Yeah, and I think at the beginning of the year, I they had a slow start through the first couple games only. I could be wrong, and I was a guy saying. I'm going to bet against the Rangers, and they burned me so hard. It took me learning to bet against them and watching the games to realize, hey, this team isn't just forwards that like to score now. They finally have defense and goaltending. It's one thing to have defense or goaltending, but they have both right now. And Adam Fox is probably, I mean, potentially the leader right now for the Norris, so. Tough stuff. But the Rangers, I'll be watching that one tonight and hoping to cash that ticket. But the Penguins and the Columbus Blue Jackets, they both dropped two straight. But I, I like Pittsburgh's chances a lot better than I like Columbus. I, I'm still trying to figure out what happened to the Blue Jackets. Yeah, the Blue Jackets actually not so much anymore. But they were a team I was playing overs on a lot to start the year because – they were just finding ways to score, and it, it kind of seemed like they're they're just like in baseball how the bats get hot sometimes. They their goal scoring just got hot for a while, and I think that it was more like we were talking about um, earlier. How I said I with the Canes that I don't think they're going to drop off, and it's a lull. I think that the Jackets was kind of a hot streak for them, and now we're going to see that drop off for them. I do like the goaltending for them as well mm-hmm. at times. Uh, Elvis, I, I love what he does in that, but he doesn't have a ton of help. And uh, 
you know, they need to get Patrick Line A going way more for that team. And he doesn't look like the Winnipeg Line A when he's in uh, Columbus. And really, it, it's a team where I, I don't think they're bad. I don't think they're great. I think they're a middle of the pack kind of team and exactly where they should be right now. And a team I probably stay away from because they are unpredictable. They do have good pieces, though. And that's what we have to be careful for. Now, the New Jersey Devils. They're in partnership with Play Up Sportsbook. So if you ever get into this area, my friend, hit me up and we'll go check out a Devils game. Absolutely. For sure, because we get tickets for those and great seats and it'll be fun. But Jack Hughes is back. He missed, what, eight games, but then he signed that monster extension. He ain't going nowhere, Devils fans. Nope. And uh, Or should I mean- he be? <laughs> They, they gave Dougie Hamilton some good money, too, in the offseason, and I, I like the way he's playing a lot. I mean, as a defenseman, he used to be in Boston, too, way back, and that, his game has evolved a lot as an offensive defenseman. He used to be kind of more stay-at-home guy. You see him getting points a lot. I think he's maybe top four or five in that team in scoring, even. It's amazing. Now we have the Flyers. I'll tell you what's wrong with the Flyers. Cam Atkinson. He started off the season. Remember, first five games, he scored six goals. Yes. Since then, he's gotten four points. Yeah, that's that's a bad drop-off. And I, I think his time on ice has even been dropping ever since that as well. And it should be. It, you know, it should be. I was surprised, though. When he came out firing like that, I'm thinking, this could be the start of something good for the Flyers. But unfortunately, he cooled off. They've cooled off. They've dropped six straight. We can talk about the Islanders, but there's no point. They got hit by COVID. They still can't even feel the team. And they've lost eight straight. It is what it is. But Minnesota, let's go over to the Western Conference, Zach. Minnesota Wild in November had the second best record at 10-3-1. Yeah. And, and I've been talking. I Actually, that ticket I told you when I had the caps from the Metro, it was after. It was just a fun bet. It's literally a $25 bet, but it pays a thousand and it's uh Minnesota wild to win the central and the caps to win the Metro. And right now they're both in first place and they're offering me a hundred dollars on 25, but I mean, it's a small bet. So I'm sticking with it for fun, you know, Right. but just talking about that, I love the wild. And the big reason for that is I absolutely love the Minnesota wild and home games. I don't know what it is, if it's the fans, if it's that they like it, obviously it's a state of hockey, but they just fight, fight, fight. They are never out of a game. They can be down 3-1 in the third period, and I'm still, if I have a ticket on them, still watching the game and not cursing myself for betting them. I'm like, oh, this isn't over. That's crazy. Now, the Blues, though, I, I, can't, I found this the other day that was interesting. They started out hot, remember? 5-0, and I think they were, 6-0, and something like that. But since then... They failed to win two straight in their last 16 games until their shootout win over Tampa Bay, I believe. I think we cursed Jordan Bennington the last time we talked together. Yes, we, uh, we did. Yes, we did. Yes. He was back and dominating like he was at the beginning of the year. And really, it hasn't been like that. And that's a guy that they have a ton of offense, a ton of new weapons, a ton of depth. And... When you have Jordan Bennington in that, you got to stop pucks. And I mean, it was a fluke, but even if you saw that one last night where uh, the puck got dumped in by Tampa, wait, they put, yeah, Tampa last night. Mm-hmm. 
and it hit like the side of the glass and just this is from the red line uh cherniak for tampa dumped it in hit the side of the glass and then just bounced like a bad bounce right through bennington's legs from the red line just bad luck but we jinxed him and that's okay because you have a minnesota wild bet and so we'll keep the jinx alive just for that reason Yes, but if you want to talk about this conference, the Colorado Avalanche are coming. Yeah, they are, and they have the second-highest goal differential. Pay att- like Zach said, pay attention to that. They're going to be good. They're 7-2-1 and one over their last 10 also, and again, as you said earlier, without McKinnon. And if you look at the games played, yeah, people go, why is Colorado 6 in the Central? Well, they're only 18 games played. Everybody else is about, other than Dallas, is about 22 they're going to be tough. Don't write off the Colorado Avalanche. Let them continue to be underdogs and let them continue winning. That's how I feel. Dallas, five straight. That's a team right there that I just, I never in my entire life, even when they were the Minnesota North Stars, could never get that team right. Never. Yeah, I've, uh, I think I'm done betting on Dallas Stars games this year. Oh. They've- or, or I got to start betting on them apparently because a lot of the times I look at these lines for Dallas games and I'm just like, really? And then they pull it out and they, they have some good wins. I mean, Holtby's been the one playing more. I always thought it would be Kudobin that would be the guy, but Holtby got hot. That's helped them. You got guys like Joe Pavelski and uh Rupe Heinz that are both killing it for them. So yeah, they have young talent, but it's just not the way you expect Dallas. Everybody expects Tyler Sagan or Jamie Benn, and those guys really haven't been the reason for Dallas winning, which is what makes it so kind of, I don't want to say random, but not the way we look at the game and see it play out with Dallas. They have a lot of guys that kind of chip in that aren't the superstar big name guys on that team. And that's the way it should be. But Dallas is looking good. They're another team that's plus money usually. Winnipeg. Blake Wheeler hasn't scored a goal yet this season. Insane. How is that possible? I have no idea. But I will say Kyle Connor, what he's doing right now, is special for them. Right. This is amazing. They need to get him go. I mean, anybody. They need Wheeler going especially, like, and I know he was out for some games, but still, he plays 17 games, Blake Wheeler, and you have zero goals. <laughs> now, if you would have made it, if that would have been a prop bet for the season, how long a goal streak, a goalless streak, would Blake Wheeler have? I would have bet maybe two or three at the most. Absolutely. 17 games without a goal. Maybe more. I can't believe it. I had 22 games without a score. I think he was a scratch one night, but whatever. And the Blackhawks, I think the Blackhawks are just about done this year. Oh. Yeah, and they had all that drama in the front office and everything a while ago. People kind of thought, hey, this is going to fire them up. Now they're getting Taze and Patty Kane are both back. Flurries in that. We got all these young guys. We got Seth Jones. Like it's like no, it, it didn't work out for them. So it, it sure hasn't worked out, has it? And speaking of not working out, Arizona, we knew they weren't going to be very good, and they've proven us right. Um, they haven't played well. They they are four, five, and one over their last ten. 
Maybe they're a puck line candidate, but Arizona is just pathetic right now, and you can't put your money on them. I know you want to out there with those dogs, but that dog ain't going to bark for you no matter what you do to it. You could feed it prime rib, and that dog ain't going to bark in Arizona. Not at yeah, all, Zach. We had a big 10-unit whale play actually on uh, Minnesota Wild in regulation last night at about minus 180, so... It was juiced, but I mean, if you're getting anything under minus 200 and you're telling me Minnesota to beat Arizona, I was hammering that. I, I passed that for that reason, but yeah, I can understand that bet. One more division to go. We're with Zach from Pick Profit. An amazing, amazing group of handicappers. You got to check them out on Twitter. That's at Pick Profits. And, and you're going to have a good time. Now, we've got the Calgary Flames. They're leading the pack, they're playing good defense. And, and the great thing is they have a plus 29 gold differential already. Everything seems to be coming together in Cal- Calgary this season. Yeah, and I love uh, – they're a team as well like Minnesota that I, I like backing a lot at home as well. That place, Calgary, seems they, – they've kind of been dead in the water in the hockey world for a while. You know, When was the last time you saw a Flames <laughs> Cup run or even playoff run? I, I, I can't think of it except for maybe – with the Ginla, where they went and lost to Tampa back in the St. Louis Le Cavalier days, but really, other than that, this is their the first time they've probably been first in their division even in a long time, and a lot of that's goaltending. I know I've been talking goaltending a lot, but Markstrom it looks unbelievable. I mean, he has the most shutouts in the NHL right now too, with five. Right. When you look behind him, even you got Vladar. Their backup goalie, he has a 1.57 goals against average, 9.46 save percentage, and two shutouts out of your backup goalie, and he's only played five games with those numbers. That's crazy. But the, what's even crazier is getting them on the road. They're 9-2-2 two two this season on the road. The only thing that I gives me pause about Cal, that about the Flames is, is the overtime losses. They have five of them. Yeah. They just can't seem to finish it off. But whatever, they're still at first. Edmonton. Edmonton is slowly catching them, though. They're one point away. They've won two straight. They've got a solid goal differential. What's happening there? I mean, Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. Like, really, when you want to say what's happening in Edmonton, they have Dreisaitl has 40 points this year and McDavid 36. That's two guys on the same team with about 40 just looking through the rest of the teams while we've been talking, I don't think I've seen other than guys like Ovechkin or that's like one guy per team that'll be like that. And they have two guys around 40. They're probably, well, Connor McDavid is the best player in hockey right now. Some of the goals he scored are ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the big thing for them is that they finally, I mean, I don't want to say it's, it's actually happened, but they look as of now like their defense is finally a bit figured out, which has always been the problem. Even Oilers fans for years, why are you drafting these guys? We need defensemen. We need defensemen. And, hey, now you've got goalies that are kind of helping out a bit. Like, I mean, they've had to play three different guys this year with injuries. Mike Smith went down. Koskinen wasn't playing well when they went on a little losing streak, so they went to the rookie and Skinner. Now he's been playing well. And then, really, if you give the Oilers a power play or a couple power plays a game, McDavid and Dreisaitl together, it's just really unstoppable. And the the numbers prove that, too. They sure do. And you want to bet on them at home if you can get a good price because they're 8-1-0 there. 
On the road, they're not too shabby either, but I love that goal differential. And, and you're right, the defense. That defense is different. That's the fun part when you're watching Edmonton. You know, I remember the Messier-Gretzky days, and that was fun too. But this is a different kind of fun, and I think they'll be all right. Anaheim. Anaheim has won a game in a row. They got a 10-goal differential plus on the plus side. They haven't been that bad. I, I put out my free pick of the day yesterday for uh, Pick Profit on Twitter and Instagram. I put out Ducks Moneyline. Uh, I just love John Gibson, man. I, I think he might be the best goalie in the NHL. Yep. He, he doesn't have the defense that some of the other top goalies in the NHL have around him. And if you look, it is so hard to beat him one-on-one. I swear 99% of the goals on that guy are tip-ins or like where he's screened or a rebound, something like that. And then you look up front. I don't know what happened, but old man Ryan Getzlaff, the, there's, <laughs> there's a return there, and he's only got one goal on the year, but he's got 19 assists. He's still second in points on the team. Wow. And he, they're just letting him feed guys like young Troy Terry's killing it, Trevor Zegris. Yeah, Zegris, yeah. guy looking for the Calder Trophy this year. Shaddenkirk at defense. I mean, I saw last night he just absolutely ripped one and then did the same in a shootout to win. But, yeah, they're they're a fun young team that a lot of people did not expect, and they still get overlooked. I mean, yesterday, like I said, they were playing the Kings. Um, what I noted yesterday, the, the Ducks have a better record, a better goals differential everything and they still had them as plus 115 going into the game i just in every single way it looked like a great value spot especially when they've been playing better and they ended up winning and i mean it's not always that simple as we both know but it kind of seemed like a 50 50 or even 55 45 spot for anaheim for me and i saw them on the plus money and i liked it a lot and that's the way you have to do it now san jose is the most profitable betting team this year. They're about 20 bucks ahead of Edmonton. But this is interesting. I noticed this yesterday. Nick Bonino has his two points through 21 games. He's minus three on the plus minus, which is another odd ball. But here's the worst part. He's only gotten off 33 shots, and the San Jose Sharks have a winning record. Now, go figure. Yeah, and they're, they're just kind of a surprise of a team, too, because... It's not like goaltending's been outstanding or anything. Both goalies, like, I mean, one of them just under 900, Hill. Reimer's just over 900 on his save percentage. Both goals against about two. And then, like, they really, like, they don't have a guy over 20 points scoring, but they find ways to win. It's really, it is with San Jose. They just kind of seem to be a, a scrappy team. And then it helps a lot when you have big vet guys on the point. I mean, Brent Burns and Eric Carlson help a lot, both defensively and offensively for that team. I think because of that, they're a big reason they're able to stay in the fight and kind of hold off people, but as well help ways to chip in on offense. And like I said, they're kind of like that Columbus from the other division. I, I don't expect huge things out of San Jose. I don't expect awful things out of San Jose. I mean, if we want to bet on them right now, that like you said, they're the most profitable team to do. It's it's worth a shot when you're giving plus money the way they're doing it. But at the same time, moving forward, I do see more of a drop off with San Jose than I see upside. I agree with you completely there too. But I like that money that they made, especially early in the season. Now Vegas, Vegas was a place where they dominated at home, 
played a little above 500 on the road, and competed. This year it ain't been the case. They're 7-5-0 and at home. What's going on with Vegas? Has it finally caught up to them that players, teams aren't going to go out and spend all night in the casinos? Yeah, I think literally that's almost like not fully what it comes down to. Their their roster isn't the same as well. And but yeah, it, it like we know for a fact that Vegas hangover was not a joke. I mean, no. we're talking NHL hockey players in the first year they were getting. I saw videos of, like that people post on uh, like hockey things on Instagram or Twitter. Those guys like fans seeing them at casinos at three in the morning like it, it was a full thing but yes i do not think that's happening as much anymore there's still definitely the odd degenerates out there on some team you know? <laughs> right but, but yeah it, it's definitely if anything vegas now the thing you have to worry about when you go into that place is their home crowd more than a vegas hangover but yeah they're dropping off a bunch um I don't. I don't really know. Honestly, Vegas is the one team I, I can't go into depth talking about. I they do have a lot of late games, so I might watch them a little bit less now that they're not as entertaining, so to speak, this year. Right. But yeah, I, I, I'm kind of stuck on them, and I've been staying away from a lot of their games because it's tough. It's very tempting from what we know in past years. If you see Vegas plus money at home, it looks very, very tempting, and I just. The way they've been playing, though, I, I just have to stay away. Exactly. That's what you have to do. And, and I'm with you on that. When they decided to let M.A. Fleury go, Mark Anthony Fleury go, that was, or Mark Andrew Andre Fleury go, that was the end for me. I thought, you're going to give up this guy who carried you, and yeah. you're going to sign a kid that probably won't. And Robin Leonard hasn't carried them anywhere except to a fifth-place spot. And that's where they're going to be. Now, the Kings... Kings are coming forward. They're playing a lot better than they have in the last two seasons. Are they bettable? Depending on the situation, yes. But I mean, they'd have to be playing. They'd have. I'd have to have a, a, on a good line. I'm like a good betting line against a probably like you know a bottom team of any of the divisions. If I'm betting on LA, I, I don't love them in underdog spots. I mean, just yesterday, like I told you, I thought it was pretty ridiculous that they were home favorites over Anaheim. Uh, they, but the, the Kings fight, and, you know, they have guys. Kopitar has kind of seemed to come back to life this year. And then behind that, it's really just a lot of guys chipping in and helping. But Jonathan Quick is the reason that they're not – the record they have isn't way worse than it is. I mean, if he drops off any and goes back to kind of the last few years, Jonathan Quick, instead of playing like – Stanley Cup Jonathan Quick like he kind of is right now it's uh if he drops off they're in a lot of trouble because he's he's helped them out a lot his stats might not prove it even though 928 save percentage is pretty good but I think that he's made some big time saves if you watch these games and look more than the numbers for them and held them in a lot of games so their success is going to be as far as their goaltending and defense goes for me because I think they're average at best on offense, and he's kept them in a lot of games. Now, Seattle. Seattle hasn't done that poorly as for an expansion team. They've won two straight. Philip Grubauer, I, I was expecting big things from him in Seattle, but he's 6-9-1 and and 3.03. Goals against 89% save percentage. This is a guy who was thought of as the number one goaltender last season. Yeah, and he 
it bugs me a lot this time. He has let in. I've backed Seattle a few times where, honestly, they should have got wins. He's let in some bad goals. They've outplayed. And, yeah, he just – I don't know if he had a lot of help in Calgary. I mean, uh, Colorado last year. Obviously not because his numbers backed it up more than just their wins. He was literally a final for the Ve- finalist for the Vesna. Right. And but yeah, right now he is not playing like the team Seattle wanted when they got Grubauer. Nope, and, nope. That's a fact. We've got one more game, one more team, I should say. Vancouver. Vancouver is a team that is a mess, but Elias Peterson, holy shit, eleven points this season. Yeah, I <laughs> eleven points this season. They're a mess, but honestly, I still back them the odd time because in certain spots, I, I think they've had some bad, bad luck compared to other teams. I think Thatcher Demko is much better than his stats suggest. Right. However, <laughs> here we go. are in a big, like you said, kind of shit show of a mess in Vancouver right now. I don't know what it is, but I mean – He'll make big saves for them. Their offense gets in position to score a lot of times. And a lot of times they just they come out hot in the first and it all collapses for them. I've seen it a lot of times with the Canucks. And their last ten, they're two and eight. And I think if you were to look through those, there's probably a lot of one goal games. Oh yeah. Uh two one, three two, four two, four one, one nothing. 3-2. So, yeah, and they're in a lot of games. I don't think the Canucks – I think they could go upwards and they're not going to end last place in the Pacific, personally, down the road. However, like you said, I mean, 11 points, Elias Pettersson, that in 23 games, that that's just not going to get the job done. That's a guy you need scoring almost a point, point and a half a game. And they are not getting that from him, and that's a – pity but like you said they are close they do play close games great stuff today man tell everybody about you again where to find you and how they can get a hold of those premium packages because you guys are money man yeah, absolutely uh mainly our main stuff we'll put out is actually on instagram lately like I, I we still run a lot on twitter it's just i don't know if you've noticed they've taken down like stories and stuff like that on twitter which is pretty big to post like premium winners because not everybody that follows you on Twitter wants you posting about every single win if you have eight bets in a day so right but yeah uh at pick profit inc on instagram there is an inc at the end um and pretty much like i told you we do free daily trends a lot of them different graphics i'll do free one minute video picks where i kind of go and break it down if sometimes not break it down even just have fun in them but uh, we've had good success in them, and of course, our premium packages. We have lots of different ones. Actually, in the, well, I think we have a lot of different sales coming out this week where we're kind of pretty much giving stuff away almost. But and then on Twitter as well at Pick Profit, just at Pick Profit, and we still post all our free pick videos there. Not as much as the trends. I, I kind of like to keep Twitter. You know, there's a lot of cappers. I don't. I don't want to talk down on anybody that. But sometimes where it's like, I, I just need the information. I don't need a life story of tweets. Like, I don't want to blow up your timeline. I just want to give you what you guys want, help you guys win, and not kind of be sitting there during the live middle of a game bitching about it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Great stuff today, man. Thank you so much. We always learn 
from Zach, and we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. No worries. Always great to be here with you, Phil. I love talking hockey with you, and I know you know your stuff too, and you're absolutely killing it for a long time. So it's always great to be here. Great talking. I appreciate it. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. PlayUp Sportsbook, playup.com. If you're in New Jersey, they're not like DraftKings. They want you to come in there and try to beat them. Get on over to playup.com. Don't forget cashwithflash.com for all your sports betting needs. We've got packages, free picks, books for sale. We got it all. Until next time, y'all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.